Niner on the interwebs. Get your ears on for the fitness skills podcast from GMB, where we teach you how to get strong by practicing skills you actually want to learn and have fun in the process. I'm Andy Fawcett. I'm not only the founder of the GMB Posse, I am also a client. And here with me is the hero of the GMB Epic Saga, Ryan Hurst, our program director and head coach. Ryan, how's it going? It's awesome. Life is awesome. Having a great time. Good morning to everyone out there. It's morning for me. It's what afternoon for you over there, and it's so. nighttime someplace else. That's just uh, that's right. We it's have a every small coach. world after all. <laughs> yeah, it's um, five o'clock somewhere though. You're right. I hear. I hear that that is uh, a verity. I, that was on my SAT word of the day calendar. Nice for for anybody who's keeping up with the continuity from nice. the last podcast. There. Um, all right. So. Uh, so today we got a bunch of things we're going to talk about. We're going to talk about uh, the trend with uh, lately evidence-based fitness. Which, come to think of it, I'm kind of I kind of wish Jarla were on with us to talk about this, but uh, that's okay. Nobody really wants to listen to that guy anyway. Um, we're also going to talk a little bit more about parallels too. We're going to talk about uh, converses and obverses and how I always get confused about which is which. And we're going to be talking about some friends of ours doing some cool stuff. Batman, you doing some cool stuff and answering some questions. Think you can handle that? I hope. I hope, I hope so too, Let's man. Do it. Let's try this out. All right. Yeah. So first thing that we should kind of brag about uh, is Jarlo uh, is now officially a published author. Well, I mean, he's yeah. been a published author for years now, um, but uh, recently published again in a Performance Menu. Great, great, great online journal. There, I say online journal. It's more of a magazine, I guess. So. Yeah, yeah, and they've got they've been going for a long time and always have really great articles in there. And so, uh, Jarlo has posted a, a new post in there on applying motor learning theory to uh, to your training. And so, you should check that out at CatalystAthletics.com. We'll post a link below the podcast on the uh, blog page. Uh, but that's really interesting, good stuff. Very excited about it. Also, I want to mention. Uh, that we now officially have over 200 videos on our YouTube channel. Wow, that's yeah. a lot of videos. It's been it's we've been busy, and so I want to say to everyone out there, you know, 200 videos, over 200 videos on our YouTube channel. It can it can maybe seem daunting. It can seem overwhelming. But here's what I want to let you know: a lot of them aren't all that good. <laughs> no, seriously. And what I mean by this is. I mean, we've been making a lot of videos and been trying to put a lot of great information into them. But, you know, we've been doing this for a while and some of we've had to experiment and, you know, some of them haven't been all that great. But here's the thing. The new ones are great. We're getting better all the damn time. So oh, yeah. here's what I want you to do is go to YouTube and subscribe to our damn channel. Because what that means is you don't have to sort through all the 200 that are already there and see if maybe they're good or not good. But all the new ones that are certified 100% great, you're going to get notified about those as soon as they go up. That's just good stuff. You need to do that. You want to know what's happening. And you'll also get to see which videos we're watching, which videos we're liking and sharing, uh, the ones that we enjoy from other people. And uh, so that that could be educational as well. I like it, yeah. And that's great. And, you know, just like what you said, man, we're getting better with age. And uh, we've been doing this a long time now. And it's, it's actually funny to go back and look at some of the videos that we first put out there. Not even funny, it's scary. And looking it's, at how uncomfortable you were on camera for our first few months. Hello, my name is Ryan. Um, yeah, I'm a real boy. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> be sure to subscribe and check out the new videos. Yeah. Bring us up there. Yeah, definitely. And along those lines as well, we've discovered uh, that recently that people like pictures on the internet. Go figure, right? <laughs> yeah, pictures with text. Yeah. So, um, yeah. so lately, we've we've been posting more more pictures on our our Facebook channel, and uh, especially one of uh, of Jordan uh, or Jordan Yochev, however you say his name. Yeah, uh, but. Um, you know that has gotten a ton of shares and yeah uh, right yeah people people like pictures go figure and so yeah. this is just one more excuse for me to say hey go to facebook and like our page damn it all right like it like it like it don't lick it because you know it's kind of a pain <clears throat> to clean that off your monitor you know okay. but go like it uh because what we do is we post we post some pictures we post some videos we post our you know blog posts and we answer a lot of questions that people have too and We've got kind of a good community of people that do this GMB stuff, and uh, it's a really good way to kind of keep in touch with everybody. So a couple interesting things that have come up. Uh, we posted this also on Facebook as well, uh, but our friend uh, JC, JC Dean from jcdfitness.com has uh, finally released his magnum opus, LGN365. And LGN, in this case, uh, look great naked. For 365 days a year. I'm assuming yeah. that's what that number means. Probably. So. Uh, it, and it's because uh, – and actually, so I, I actually helped JC with, with putting parts of it together. And so I can speak with assurance that that is actually what it is about. And it's not uh, – it. What, what that means is that it's, it's really a, a lifestyle thing and it's something that you do consistently. And it's not just like a six-week to six-pack kind of deal. And uh, also, so Jarlo has checked it out very thoroughly and really likes it a lot. Um, it's a good program, and the materials are actually very high quality and well put together. And uh, so if – I guess we should also mention it's a weight training program uh, yes. for beginners based on looking great naked. It's, it's based around physique. So obviously, this is quite a bit different from what we focus on at GMB. Hey, you know what? There's nothing wrong with that because um, we do not own the patent on what people want to do. <laughs> and JC is such a great guy. I mean, yeah. check this stuff out. Check this out. Yeah. And uh, if you if you want to get in there, uh, look good naked, um, use some weights. Definitely check out JC stuff. Yeah, yeah. I I pretty much for for someone wanting to start using weights and if they're definitely focused on physique i would recommend this over any other program i've ever seen uh and i'm not just saying that because i like the guy all right so anyway moving on uh ryan tell us tell us about your nerd friends i'm not good yeah recently got a lot of nerd friends um over at nerdfitness.com steve camp great guy another great guy friend of ours um, was writing up an article on the Batman bodyweight workout and contacted me to help him create the actual workout for it. And a lot of fun. I had a really good time actually creating this program. Um, it's simple. And by simple, I don't mean that the movements are simple. I'm talking uh, you just use your body weight and a bar. Yeah, and so, I think we should clarify simple too because I think when most people say simple bodyweight workout, they think that you're talking about push-ups, sure, jump squats, sure. and pull-ups. Yeah. And, and that, that's it, definitely not your style. When, yeah. when Ryan Hurst says simple program, you should probably get out your notepad and calculator. 
<laughs> yeah, for this program, I uh, went all out for Steve and showed different variations of exercise that you can do. You start off at more of a beginner's level. And by beginner, what I mean is not you know, someone who can't do push-ups. Um, you first have to have your base down. But we're looking at using your body weight to move and progress through, uh, well, move towards more advanced movements, of course. And in there we Because bo- we're talking about Batman here. Batman is... You got to be like Batman, and, and the man is awesome. He can yeah. move, and he's got to be able to use his body. And yes. so that's what we did. Created a program that will help move and be Batman. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's not the Homer Simpson bodyweight workout. No, it's not. You know, front levers are in there, back levers. We've got push-ups, uh, pull-ups. You know, the whole works in there. It's a lot of fun. Check it out. Go over to nerdfitness.com, and uh, we'll probably include the link. I yep. assume. Yep, we will include the link. All right, sounds good. That was fun. Thanks, thanks, Steve, for asking me to help out with that. Yeah, thanks, definitely, Steve, and thanks to everyone uh, in the nerd fitness community. Uh, I know that you help out on the forums there sometimes and try to answer questions. And uh, yeah, a lot uh, of good people on that. Yeah, good people asking good questions and and yeah. trying to take control of their health, and that's uh, something that we definitely applaud. Yeah. Um, Awesome. So let's get into some questions people have asked. So here's the first one, Ryan, uh, and we actually get variations on this all the time. Uh, I'm just going to ask it in its most simple form. Oh, my God, I'm so inflexible. Jesus, I don't know what to do. Help me. Help me. What do I do? Well, you're screwed because there's no way to get flexible if you're already inflexible. So yeah. next question. Yeah. And yeah. so I mean, I mean, I'm not making fun of anyone, but we get a lot of variations on this question, and we've written extensively on it too, but we get a lot of people saying, I love your stuff, but I'm just too inflexible. I just can't do it. Or, yeah. um, you know, I'd wa- I want to stretch, but I'm too inflexible to stretch. You know, so, well, so Ryan, what, what should someone do if they're too inflexible to stretch? Yeah, it's it's pretty amazing, and this answer might blow you away, but you need to be doing more stretching. You need to stretch more. Sounds kind of funny, doesn't it? But it's not just a matter of stretching. Of course, it's like anything. you got to have your goal. If you want to focus on your splits, if you want to focus on your pancake, then you need to just focus on your pancake. Um, that's, that's about what it is. Yeah, okay, and so in that case, let's get really specific because – 90% of the emails we get about flexibility, I'll tell you exactly what there are. Uh, they're, they're about hamstrings. And, um, you know, we also get a good amount of traffic on our website to our article about, you know, hamstring flexibility. But so a lot of people are uh, working on moves like, for example, the L-sit on rings or parallettes or something like that, right? Or, or they're working on some sort of, uh, you know, handstand variation or an L, an L handstand against the wall or something like that. Yeah. And they have hamstring tightness, which is – it's not really that they want to be flexible necessarily, but the hamstring tightness is getting in the way of other movements they want to do. So what would you recommend for that? Yeah, you just have to focus on your hamstrings. It sounds silly again, and it's and it's pretty simple. It's basically being consistent and making sure that you're working on getting flexible. Okay, so how do you do that? You be consistent. Every day, spend a little bit of time on stretching out your hamstrings. It's not going to happen overnight. If you're inflexible, like everyone has a part of their body where they're not flexible. That it's it's not that, well, some people are going to be, but that's a different you know topic in itself. But... If you're inflexible and you need to work on your hamstrings, then work on your hamstrings a little bit every day. Be consistent. Focus on what you need to do in order to get there. And that is one thing. 
work on your hamstrings. Yeah. All right. And silly, so let's just silly, continue. But like everything in life, yeah. you know, that's what you got to do. Focus on that one goal and that one thing that's going to help you get to where you need to go. Okay, great. And so just to be devil's advocate, I'm just going to put this even further. Okay, so I want to stretch my hamstrings, but uh, and I've looked at you know videos of Jarlo stretching, but I can't even get in the position to stretch my hamstrings. You know, am I just totally screwed? Should I give up? No, never, never, never. It's it's like anything. You got to just start at the beginning. And maybe you're not able to touch your toes just yet. But if you can sit down, and even if your legs are bent, and you can get your body just a little bit forward, that's a start. You got to start somewhere. Again, be consistent with it. It's, you're going to get there as long as you continuously work on it and focus on doing it. Yeah. That, you know, it's... It's frustrating. I, I understand. I completely understand. You know, um, if you're not able to get a particular move, like let's say you're working on the L set, like you mentioned earlier, you want to get that. You want to get that, but your hamstrings are holding you back. Well, don't get frustrated. Start to get to work on it. That's all we can do, and we got to start somewhere. Yeah. So if you can't touch your toes or something like that, that's fine. If you can sit with your legs bent in front of you. And start to bend your body forward in order to start working on your hamstrings. That's great. That's what you need to do. And eventually you'll be able to um, get those flexible hamstrings. Yeah. Kind of and we go into detail, or Jarlo rather goes into detail in that in focus flexibility. Uh, but, you yeah. know, you, you don't have to be in the final position. The final position is not the, the exercise. The exercise right. is what you go through to eventually someday reach that final position. So, you know, we'll show you beginning uh, versions and tell you what you need to focus on, um, you know, the correct form. As long as you're consistent with correct form and you, you work a little bit every day, then you're going to make improvement. If you work with crappy form, you might not ever make improvement. And you might even injure yourself. You might even and injure it's yourself. It's not what we want. And so just like what you said, it's not that we're necessarily going for the end position of this hamstring stretch. We want to just be able to make sure that we're flexible enough to perform the other movements that we want to do. Yeah. You continuously work on on uh, improving the flexibility in your hamstrings. But again, getting back, you know, what's your goal? If you want to be able to do the L-sit in your hamstring and um, the tightness in your hamstring is holding you back, just be able to work on stretching out your hamstrings so that you can be able to start work on that particular move that you want to get. Good. Yeah. And and just one more point to drive home is uh, even after we released Focus Flexibility, we got emails from people who purchased the program and tried it. And then they, they asked questions uh, and totally valid. But so, uh, for example, uh, a lot of people would say things like, I, I got focus flexibility and I want to stretch the way I see Jarlo stretching, but I can't bend my body into the positions that Jarlo is in in the video. It took me years to get where I could put my body in that position too. So it's probably going to take you some time. You know, yeah, that's right. And so, Ryan, Ryan, how long have you been stretching? How many years have you been stretching? Well, when did I start gymnastics? You know, five years old. Yeah, and so it's so you've not been stretching thirty-five so- years. I've been stretching like twenty-eight years. Jarlo's yeah. probably been stretching twenty-five or thirty years. Exactly. You know, it's not like any of us got flexible like one week or something. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it takes through time. magic. It takes time. Yeah. Give it, give it time. Give it time. 
Yeah, but if you do it right, it doesn't have to take you that many years. I mean, that's, depending on yeah, where you are, it might take longer or shorter. But if you do it right, you you'll actually see results if you're consistent. And you do it right a lot faster than you might expect. Uh, but don't beat yourself up. Is the point? Yeah. Um, so, like on a similar note, uh, we also have people that that send us questions. And so here here's another one. I'm really interested in GMB style movement training like doing gymnastics or doing uh, rings or parallettes work. But uh, what if I just really need to lose weight? Yeah, this is a great question. And there's a lot of people out there who really have this issue. And first thing I need to say is you need to be focusing on your nutrition. I don't want to say diet because there's this image of diet where you're just trying to lose weight you're just trying just to starve yourself. Starve yourself. And um, we need to think about nutrition. What are we putting in our mouth that's going to help us achieve the body that we want? And that's the major thing. You know, there's other things that you can do to help that, um, some cardio or whatnot. But really, it comes down to your nutrition and, and moving your body. That's about it. So... Um, for example, if you want to do work on parallettes and you're carrying – well, let's look at the rings actually. This is another one. Uh, you want to be able to do five pull-ups, okay? And you're just struggling and struggling. But if you're 50, 60, 100 pounds overweight, you really need to be focusing more on your nutrition and get rid of some of that weight um, while you're working on those pull-ups. So it's not that you can't do pull-ups and work out at the same time. But nutrition is the name of the game. Yeah. And I'll, I'll also say, yeah, if you're, if you're overweight, especially 50 to 100 pounds or more overweight, you need to be careful when you work out. Pull-ups are not really a dangerous exercise, but if you're trying to learn any kind of like hand balancing or something sure. and you're 100 pounds overweight, well, that's putting a lot of stress on your wrists. Too much, actually. Yeah, you know, and, you know, and that's why something like parallettes are actually better because it allows you to have a straight wrist line uh, when you're doing sure. things on your hands. But you know, in a case like that, yeah, you, you should definitely be sure that uh, you're not putting undue stress on your joints by working out. And this is you – know, it's a, you know, people have been calling out for years now on the Biggest Loser show. They have people that are very overweight doing – you know, a very high intensity exercise like plyometrics and stuff that'll probably wreck your joints. Don't do anything yeah. crazy, uh, yeah. but yeah, you do need to focus on your nutrition and moving more and just building more habits of using your body and getting some of that weight off, and then you'll have a lot more freedom. It's not just a quick fix. We need to find a nutrition plan that's going to work with us and help us to create the lifestyle that we want. And so it's not just something that uh, you do for a month and then you're done with it. Something that you can really get into and that helps you. And if you do that, then you'll continue to lose this weight and be able to have fun and go deeper into the GMB style of movement training. So Yeah, cool. All right, so let's move on. Uh, next question, uh, you know, we've been talking a lot about Parallettes lately. Obviously, we're working on uh, Parallettes 2 is going to be released soon. So we got a question recently. Uh, from a guy who's interested in, in uh, parallettes and especially what it looks like parallettes 2 is going to include. And he said, um, you know, I'm interested in, in working with parallettes, uh, but will parallette training uh, make me unbalanced? And I guess by unbalanced, he means uh, like muscle imbalances in terms of, uh, you know, pushing versus pulling. Uh, sure, we, we've had sure. a lot of people ask questions in the past like, oh, parallettes 1 looks great. Now, shouldn't I add pull-ups to the program? 
Mm-hmm. You know, this is a great question. And recently, you and I talked actually about this, about, yeah. um, you know, balancing out your, your program. We actually had a great post uh, from Jarlo yesterday. Is that right? Yeah. yeah. So Jarlo um, posted uh, about this on about some of the uh, the hidden dangers of a balanced training program. Uh, and we'll, we'll link to that uh, as well. But let, let's also just kind of yeah. talk a little bit about it here, too. Yeah. Specifically yeah. with regards to parallels and pushing versus pulling. Sure. Um, it's not that we're going to be doing just parallels for, you know, the Ever. next year or something like that forever. In all of our GMB, uh, in, in the GMB methodology, we focus on one thing at a time. We get good at it. Then we move on to the next thing. So let's take parallels for example. We'll be training parallels and P2 might be a little longer. Let's look at maybe four months or something like that. Might sound like a long time, but if you look at you know your whole life, that's a very short time. So train with the parallels for about four months. A lot of pressing movements, of course. We'll perform that, and then after that, we'll move on to something different. Let's say the rings, where the rings will focus, of course, more on the pulling aspect of it. So if you're worried about getting unbalanced, then you're not looking at the long game, the long-term game. And that's what we want to really focus on is looking at not just now. Now is important, but we want to look at how everything works together and where we need to go. By, by focusing on one thing at a time, it's not only going to help us get to our goal faster, but it's also going to allow us later the proper recovery so that when we come back and work on the parallels, we're going to be stronger. And what I mean by that is that's where you might, I don't want to say the balance, but that's where we get that that balance in that when you're working on the parallels, you just focus on one thing. And then later when you work on the rings, you're focusing on the pulling. It's all going to blend in together and help each other. But you are getting a little break by, by not just focusing on the pressing movements of the parallels later when you move on to the rings. Well, yeah, um, and it's like I, I always like to use these examples with food because I'm obsessed with food. But, I mean, it's, it's like a meal, you know. If, if you try to mix the ingredients for your salad, soup, entree, and dessert and just mix them all up in a bowl and put them on a plate, nobody wants to eat that. And it's the same thing with your training. You know, you're, don't just grab one of every exercise and mix it on a plate and, and expect that to be a good training program. You know, have a have a proper salad that's well prepared and got the right kind of sauce and you know garnishes and whatever people put in salads. I don't eat salads, so I have no idea <laughs> how people eat freaking salad. But you know, and then you know, same thing with your soup and your entree and your dessert, and have each one of those things be done you know properly and with care, and move from one to the next. And that's the way you you put a proper meal together, not by just putting everything in a damn bowl and mixing it up. Yeah, I like that. That's that's great uh, analogy there. And so that's how we should be training. That's how I feel we should be training. And so if you're just trying to crank out the same thing every single day for the rest of your life, that's not balanced. You're actually going to be unbalanced because you're not giving your body the proper rest that it needs in order to help you later on down the road. Um, to me, actually, that doesn't sound like a lot of fun, you know, doing the same thing in and out every single day. But depending on your goal, you know, focus on one thing. Well, not depending on your goal, but figure out one goal, focus on it, achieve that goal, and then move on to the next goal. Yeah, absolutely. All right, cool. 
So let's talk a little bit about evidence-based training. This is kind of this is online has been really popular lately. Uh, there's a you know everyone well not everyone but lots of people are talking about I'm an evidence-based personal trainer or this is the website for evidence-based training or everyone's evidence-based um, and there's there's an evidence-based fitness podcast even and uh, everyone wants to know about the evidence. What do you think about evidence-based training, Ryan? I personally think it's pretty easy to create evidence. Um, and really, what does it mean? It just means that someone got great result with something. And depending on the person, you can always get a great result with anything. You know, you take a beginner and you take a beginner and put them in any kind of workout, they're going to get results. And you have enough of these beginners, you know, and have them go through this program, even if it's a crappy program, then and they get good results, that can be evidence-based. Does that mean it's good? Not necessarily. So that's one example of where I I look at when people say evidence-based and kind of go, hmm, great, okay, whatever, you know? Yeah. And, you know, like, I don't know. I think that you can take things really too far, too. Like, even, what, maybe five to eight years ago, I can't remember specifically, but, uh, you know, they they had a couple of of studies that came out and they showed that uh, when people did exercises on a vibration platform, you remember these, right? It was going to be the next big thing, right? From now on, everyone's going to do all their training on a a vibration platform because there was – you know, proof, scientific proof that, you know, doing movements on a vibration platform increased uh, the amount of muscular recruitment and therefore resulted in greater strength increases. And so everyone's talking about, oh, yeah, we just need to get all these vibration platforms all over the place. And I don't know about you, Ryan, but I haven't seen anyone mention doing squats on a vibration platform in quite a while. Yeah, I it's a good point. I haven't either. Yeah. And I don't think we're going to be releasing a product where we have our parallels on top of one either. Yeah. Um, and, and the thing is, just because something, just because there's some evidence for, there's some evidence for something, does that really mean we need to stop the things we already know work and retool the whole damn thing just because there's a new piece of evidence? Yeah, that's a great point. And yeah. So many people, yeah, it's good. Okay, let's get a new thing out there. Let's try and, and move on to the newest thing. But, yeah, there's a lot of yeah. fun stuff out there that that is evidence-based that I really just I have a hard time believing, to be honest, yeah. that it's really going to be great for us. And there's a lot of stuff that we know works that there, there probably have not been scientific studies on. That, that's kind of like what I always, I always come back to. You know, you can write out a perfect program for someone but until you really get in there and start using it and seeing if it works for that person then you won't know yeah yeah and you know one of the uh kind of side effects of this whole evidence-based uh um you know zeitgeist is my my new sat word of the day um (laughs) uh is is that you get people who are, who want to judge everything based on the research. Yeah, you get people who uh, 
are are trying and I, I, I applaud, applaud them for wanting to be informed but uh, we we have you know potential clients and we have we have clients and we have people who just like ask us questions out of nowhere and they they say things like this um, I'm not convinced that your theory of training works I read X on the internet and I believe that and some guy once told me that there was a study that said X and you know what I think you don't have to believe it. You don't have to believe our stuff works at all, but it does. Yep, it, it works if you do the work. It's that simple. You don't you don't need uh, you don't need somebody to do a research study on it for it to work. If you're not convinced that it works, well, that's that's simple because you haven't done it yet. If you do it, it'll work and you'll be convinced. But uh, you don't need. To you don't need to believe in the theory for good training to work. You don't need to believe in squats for squats to be a good exercise. <laughs> yeah, you know yeah. you don't need to believe in deadlifts. You don't need to believe in good jump technique. You don't need to believe in pull-ups. These things work. You mm-hmm. know, uh, you get in there and do the work, just like what you said. Yeah, you know, you need, get you in there and do the work, and it's that simple. Yeah, yeah. And you know, part of the problem with this stuff is, you know, a lot of it is really perpetuated by uh, internet coaches who have never trained anybody. Yeah, yeah. And you know, we're internet coaches. Um, you know, so I, I'm not trying to say that you can't learn from somebody online. I'm not trying to say that people online giving advice are all bad people. But I'm, I am saying that you need to kind of check and make sure that the people you're taking advice from have some experience and they haven't just read Wikipedia a couple of times, you know? <laughs> uh, I saw this great article on uh, bodybuilding.com, so I know exactly what to tell people about training. Well, But, you know, if you haven't trained anyone, you don't actually know. And so when you're looking for advice out there, make sure that you're getting advice from people who have trained actual people who have gotten actual results. Anyone can talk a good game. Anyone can talk a good game. I've been fooled by people who talked a great game before. I think we all have. And it's pretty, you know, with the internet now, it, it's very easy. Um, I, I do a lot of, of course, over here in Japan, I uh, also teach quite a few people. And, and face-to-face is a big thing with me. You know, people on the internet, especially when coaching, they can tell you one thing, but when you actually see what they're doing and meet them, it could be completely different. And so... Um, Really, if you're going to train with someone online, make sure that you understand where they're coming from, check out their background, and make sure that they have, I don't want to say the credentials, because just having a piece of paper saying that you can teach a person doesn't necessarily mean that you're a great teacher, but make sure that they they uh, know how to teach. That's, that's, that's a big one. Yeah, that's a, yeah. And yeah, that's a great point, too, because, I mean, not every guy with 20-inch biceps is going to be a good coach. Exactly. Just because somebody looks jacked doesn't mean that they can teach you how to get jacked. Just because somebody can do a backflip doesn't mean they can teach you how to do a backflip. Teaching and doing are different skills. Oh, yeah, completely. completely. Yeah. And so being able to teach is definitely something you have to develop outside of just your own training, too. Um, Mm -hmm. Cool. So... Yeah, that's all stuff. Good stuff to, to keep in mind. Uh, that's about all I really had on the uh, on the docket for today. Um, Ryan, what do you have anything else you want to to discuss or mention here? 
Uh, just quickly, since you know we're in the midst of it, um, P2. Looking forward for that coming out. Um, finished up the rendering on the videos and things. Good to go. Check those out. Hopefully things will be good and we'll be ready ready to ship this sucker out there. Yeah, um, yeah. Parallels 2 is coming out in September. And uh, so that also means that uh, our current members who have P1, you can be looking uh, in the next few days probably for an email from me on how to get your pre-order in for P2 so you can get advanced access before we actually release that to the public. Awesome, 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 like that. Another thing, too, just quickly, we talked about this in our podcast a little while ago, and that's the Paralympics. It's going on right now. That's right, that's right. Check it out. Check it out. Uh, This morning, I was on the internet checking it out. So, um, yeah, that's about it for me. Not much to say. This podcast, kind of quiet, you know, chilling, just enjoying the morning and learning new SAT words from you. (laughs) <laughs> I'm glad I can be edifying. <laughs> Bam! Another SAT word. All right. Anyway, um, so get on YouTube and like our damn channel. Get on Facebook and like our damn page. And you know what? Get on iTunes and rate our damn podcast. All right? Yeah. We really appreciate that. It, I mean, it helps you stay updated. It helps other people find us. And it helps us kind of get feedback to know uh, what we're doing well, what we're not doing so well, and what you'd like to see more of. Uh, we really appreciate uh, you listening. We re- appreciate you getting in touch and asking questions so we have stuff to talk about because, damn, do we ever like talking. Uh, yes. And, um, you know, hey, stick around. Thanks for being part of the posse. Take care. Get out there and get moving. <laughs>